point actually that's a great point that you just made as well like and i like i tell this point a lot that you know even for people who come into to the classes um as new basically do not try this what you see on the street because you're gonna get beat up like me as a person who's like a black belt uh, even like if i if i everyone welcome to the talk lab podcast if you are one of our great subscribers and you have joined the talk lab podcast already thank you for doing that if you haven't joined the talk lab podcast yet uh, you should be clicking that button i'll click that button and join this great family give this video a like um comment down below as well um any questions that you'd have for uh, our guest today um, if you haven't checked the Talk Lab podcast on uh, other platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, uh, Spotify, Angami, you know, you can check them all. They're, they're all in the description. Um, today with me, I've got a person that I am actually have been a big fan of <laughs> lately, um, a great martial artist and a great coach and uh, a special person on social media. He's presenting he's such a great creator uh, when it comes to presenting martial artists uh i've got alan with me how's it going bro I'm, I'm good thank you Ahmed. and first of all i just want to say thank you for having me on your on talk labs uh, i appreciate uh, you reaching out a couple of weeks ago took us a while to, to coordinate this but uh, i'm excited to be here. thank you very much for joining today actually you're joining us from sydney so that's uh yes. that's a first for talk lab podcast to be honest with you and awesome. yeah i'm yeah. pretty sure because of the time difference as well like it's been it's been really difficult for you to like um kind of put your time around it to put your schedule around uh joining the podcast today so i appreciate it man <laughs> no, all, good. all good all good i just want to get right into it and uh basically i ask this question to every guest that i that have been on this podcast and it's becoming like our golden question on the podcast so basically how's COVID treating you man <laughs> Oh, um, honestly, COVID, uh, COVID has last year. Uh, it, you know, um, I think in life, it, it, everything happens, but it, it, it's a blessing in disguise, depending how you respond to it. So for us, COVID forced us. It obviously forced us to close our, our physical gym, but it also opened our us forced us to open up uh, online classes to people around the world, um, and it forced us to pivot, forced us to move faster. So uh, it's been a year now, and now we're, we're able to kind of help people around the world, um, not just uh, in, in our local Sydney area. But yeah, so I, I believe COVID has been a blessing. Man, that's, that's a great thing. And uh, I've been hearing this from a lot of creators that have been on this podcast as well. It's been, uh, they've taken COVID in a positive way. And uh, basically, yeah. you know, they're saying that it's a blessing because they took the time as well to like learn something or create something else so yeah i feel i feel uh, that it's becoming kind of like a, a a bit of a repetitive answer but it's actually the truth as well like i for myself i took the time to create this podcast as well so oh well there you go you see. there you go yeah so um one of the things actually and i want to get right into the topics um just to not waste a lot of time um basically uh, one of the things that i get asked myself uh, and I feel a lot of martial artists get asked, um, basically, why 
did you get into martial arts in the first place? Like, why should I get into it? I think first of all, I mean, get into it because if, if you feel yourself, you feel yourself called to, to to get into it. So what I mean by that is, you know, uh, you, you don't need to force yourself to do anything you, you don't want to do, um, because if you're gonna do it, you want to do it well. You know, especially so, like a discipline like martial arts, um, it's not something you want to just jump in and yeah, just do it. You know, you want to go all out. You want to do well. Um, so do it if you feel, oh yeah, like I've always wanted to do martial arts or I've always watched a movie and I'm like, oh, I want to do like that. So I never had the time, but you know, now we, we can make time. There's so many ways to train. Um, but if you're somebody who's like, oh, I've never liked martial arts or, um, then, then it's probably not right for you. You know, so it depends if it's something you feel inside, um, it's something you want to do, then, then make the time and, and, and go down that journey and try it out and see how you feel. Yeah. Such a good answer. Why did you Why did you get into martial arts yourself? What was What was the first step that you know made you, or actually, what what made you take that first step? Sorry, uh, to go into martial arts. Yeah. And honestly, I, um, as a kid, I've always watched martial arts movies. You know, I think that's what most people, you know, watching growing up, watching the the Bruce Lee movies, the Van Damme movies, and uh, you know, watching all those movies back in back in the eighties and nineties. And just growing up, I was, but you know, honestly, I was, I would used to be so scared of uh, martial arts. Uh, growing up as a kid, I remember, uh, you know, the first time I saw a martial arts school, um, you know, when my parents were driving uh, across our, our street, and I saw a martial arts school, and I saw a kid in a white gear uniform, and you know, it's a kid was they were sparring, and one kid punched another kid in the stomach, and he fell down, and I was so scared, and I was, um, that was seven years old, and I was so scared of that. But um, when I was about 11 years old, uh, um, one of our neighbors started, was doing martial arts. They said, oh, yeah, do you want to come along? So I went, and it, it wasn't like your traditional white gi. It wasn't karate. It was actually Shaolin Kung Fu. Oh. Um, and exposed me to not only martial arts as a way of fighting, but also martial arts as a way of conditioning your body mm-hmm. um, and, and how to make yourself stronger. And, you know, and, and that moved me on to uh, researching about... Um, deeper martial arts, like every different martial arts and reading books and, and all these things. And I discovered martial arts can be a, a way of life instead of just something you do. You know, it's, it's not something that you just show up once a week, two, three times a week and just like a gym. But it's a natural way of life that can improve every aspect of your life. So then it, it just became a lifestyle for me since then. Interesting. Interesting. Actually, yeah, I, I highly, highly agree with you because... Basically speaks myself as well. Like the, the week that I feel that I haven't done cl- much classes and I haven't, uh, let's say, went to the dojo as well, it just it just feels off. You know what I mean? Like it, it kind of even like your mental status as well just get it yes. gets affected automatically because like you you get exactly. you, your body and your mental health gets or mental space get, it gets used to that um, going to the gym, working out, uh, or doing you know doing the stretches doing the workout as well it's something else i don't know it puts you in this mental status that's that's i don't know it's it's out of this world that i would that if i if i would uh describe it yeah the, the way i think of it is if you provide you train the right way right you know you, you tap into this state called flow you know um and flow state is something that i find so interesting i'm, I'm actually trying to write my next book on flow because uh, I've been start, I've been researching this thing called flow for the last um, I'd say seven years, and flow. So in in uh, in psychology we call it flow, but in sports science you call it being in the zone. Um, in uh, in anime you you call it ultra instinct. 
uh, you know, so it's this idea where where your mind, your body becomes one, and, and time slows down. Like you're, you're playing basketball, and time slows down. And you see every opportunity, or when you're when you're skiing down the slopes, and you see every obstacle, and your mind just kind of slows you down. You don't you don't think you don't, you're not you're fearless. That's that I feel is the ultimate state of being that we want to be in. Um, and martial arts is one of those avenues, if trained properly. To me, it helps me access that that, that state. And I remember researching about martial arts. Um, one of the highest levels that you want to attain is called no-mindedness. Uh, no-mindedness is a, or, or in, in karate called a mushin, and it's that state where uh, your, your mind uh, surrenders, you know, and you don't think, and it just it's all responding, and you just enter the state. You enter another world where life is good. So then, ever since then, to me now, now invincible. The idea of invincible has evolved, right? Now, to me, it's the idea where, uh, so first of all, no matter who you are, what you look like, where your background is, where you come from, how you built, you can achieve great things. So not just about martial arts or not just about strength training or doing tricks and stuff like that, but invincible is this idea where you can tap into no-mindedness and flow, and then you bring that to uh, your your life, your career, your relationships, everything in life, so that you feel in your zone and you feel you you, you can master it. You know, um, and so there, that's. That is the that state that I believe becomes a lifestyle um, instead of just like you said training at a gym and, uh, and that's it you know so it's it's not one part of your life but it's 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 a it's something that tr- helps you transcend um, so that you can master every aspect of, of life no. um, it gives you that advantage you know? that's a great way of actually describing it wow because <laughs> like it kind of like as well like for me. Um, basically it's just like i always had that feeling and i was like kind of like feel myself in that space but it's it's difficult to describe and this is such a great way of describing it i'll be i'll be looking out for your book man <laughs> yeah like i was actually surprised like once i once i do it i was starting to do research on basically what you've done i was surprised that you you've done a book as well like aside from coaching and basically having your own uh, your own school as well like it's it's very impressive man um i want to go back to like your first class though like first class ever with martial arts um how was that like like how how was the first class like because like i'm pretty sure like for everyone it's it's very uh, competitive is very different and it's, it's very difficult like you see other people that are like way 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 more experienced than you are and you're like i'm lost i don't know what to do <laughs> So yeah, um, I'll give you the microphone. And let you know. Uh, I'll let you, I'll let you tell me how how your first class felt like, if you can remember. Or yeah, <laughs> it's a long time ago. Um, I think it's like with like anyone, and and I guess it, it reminds me because I'm able to see so many people today who come to our classes for the first time, and I can kind of see what it feels like. Um, so I, for me. My first class, it, it was, uh, you know, just like anybody starting anything new. You, you don't know what you're going into. You don't know anybody. You don't know, you know, what to expect. So you just go in. And I remember just going in just with an empty, empty, no expectation. So I just went in and just followed the instructor, do whatever it takes. But um, what I found was that um, as the weeks go by, I found myself um, loving it more and more. Um, the, the first lesson was just okay. First lesson, yeah, it was was awesome and um, no expectations. Yeah, went home, bit sore the next day. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's something that grows on you as you 
as you see progress. Um, it, it was daunting, to be honest, because uh, you know the, the, I've been to so many different martial arts schools, and, and honestly, the martial arts industry. Sometimes you go into there's there's a bit of uh, ego, or you know, so you do as a beginner, you do feel a little bit um, uh, a bit intimidated, you know. Right. So um, that's why for, for us at, at our school, one thing we do that's very different is um, there's no ego. You walk in, you know, everyone high fives you, shakes your hand, sometimes gives you a hug. Um, so we create try a family feel. So even if you're a beginner, the advanced guys will hold your hand and take pick you up and and, uh, and make you feel comfortable. And I think that's very important for for everybody, you know, because uh, the first class is always intimidating. You don't know what to expect. Exactly, and uh, I feel I feel as well like sometimes when I try to bring friends on basically just to see the class or just to train with us just to see how it is. Uh, that's the first thing that they tell me is like, oh, I'm I'm gonna fall or I'm gonna do something stupid. They're gonna laugh at me. That's that's well. Yeah. No one's gonna laugh at you because everyone has been in your situation. Like, we all fell down. We all basically, uh, you know, just got back up again. No one, no one will laugh at you if, like, if it, it feels like a great family. Uh, that's basically that's basically the class that you need to stick with. Is basically like a class that doesn't feel like just like everyone's just competing with everyone. It's a, it's a family basically. Um, and one lesson that actually like my masters have taught me before is like uh, you can you can teach everyone um, basically you can teach everyone how to kick you can teach everyone how to how to punch but you can't teach everyone how to respect each other respect is, is nothing that basically uh, you you basically create that in yourself it's not you gain that it's nothing that can be taught out like from books or passed on from parents basically they can do their best but well, it's it's up to you if you take it or not. You know what I mean. Uh, I feel that martial though martial arts actually helps create that create that vision or create that create that respect. Yeah, it's it basically accounts for this environment of yeah. Let's let's basically put the body through the hardest things, but also put the mind and train the mind to be respectful because with great power comes great responsibility, and we all we all have always heard that but i don't know I, I don't see it much being like uh let's say i don't i don't see that uh, i'm losing po the point here sorry <laughs> uh, i don't uh, i don't see i don't see it on the land actually like being you know followed let's say as much like especially especially in movies as well media. nowadays i agree <laughs> yeah i agree oh yeah yeah um i, I totally agree with it um, I, I, I feel like, um, you know, a lot of people ask me, well, how come you don't compete? How come you don't fight? Well, to me, uh, you know, martial arts is not always about beating other people down, you know? Um, and, and I feel like martial arts ultimate, for me only, you know, not, not for everyone, for other people, yeah, I just want to get into a fight, uh, get into a ring and beat other people and prove how good I am. For me, martial arts is more about just improving yourself, you know, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, improving yourself. It becomes a way of life. It's an art. That's why it's martial arts, not martial fighting. Um, so, I, I I feel like um, martial arts uh, traditionally in the old days. If you look at, you know, I know your background is Taekwondo, so origins of back Taekwondo, uh, karate, uh, kung fu, um, all the more so Eastern martial arts, but traditional old from thousands and thousands of years ago. They were more a way of life. They were more of improving yourself, conditioning your mind, your body. 
The word Kung Fu, Kung Fu is one of the oldest martial arts uh, we have. Exactly. It's an ancient style. Kung Fu, in Chinese, it doesn't mean fighting. It doesn't mean beating someone down. It means perfection through hard work. It means persistence. It means refining yourself until you become better, right? And that applies to everything. So calligraphy is, is Kung Fu because if you master the art, it's, it's Kung Fu. Um, or sculpting, making a sculptor, anything that, that requires uh, persistence, dedication, and, and uh, focus, and that energy, you know, uh, that's Kung Fu. So, so that's what I've always brought into what I do, from, from building a company to teaching to building myself. Everything I try to apply that philosophy of Kung Fu. So that's why it's so beautiful, right? It's, it's this idea where it's, it's just constantly improving. Um, it's a shame that I, well, the way I see martial arts now, you know, with, with certain media and, and things like and, and the growth of MMA and, and UFC, it's become this thing where kids and people who don't know martial arts, they see martial arts as guys in shorts and in a cage and fighting and you know it's it's just about beating people down and and it's lost the 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 meaning of of improving yourself um granted there are some schools and there are some uh, athletes out there who try to maintain that respect and humility and character of the the arts um but it's been dominated by the the bigger characters and the the ego and the you know um so, so one of my things that I, I do want to uh, fight against that, you know, the martial arts is heading in this direction of it's martial arts in in this industry in this in our industry in today's day and age is going into two two directions, right. right? One is the MMA cage fighting and, and all that beating up people down, right? Competition based. The other is more the traditional arts and the um, like the your traditional karate and, and but the problem is these two. Uh, probably with this one, with the tr- traditional side, it gets a bit boring. You know, a, a lot of kids don't want to do that these days. They go to class and they do the same punches and they, they get bored. But the other side is too much ego. And, and, and I can see people growing kids especially growing up, oh, let's beat this big up. So what I'm trying to do, I want to create our own path where we create what, what I call high-quality human beings. Yeah? Or I, I want to help people. It's all about improving yourself. It's not even about style of martial arts. You know, it's, it's, it's just... Invincible is just about improving yourself. Um, and that way, hopefully, we can uh, make the world better. And, and all the kids that are growing up, the future generations, they grow up with physical strength, mental toughness, and, and also character. Like they're humble, they're, they're respectful, as you said. And, and that way, I believe the world can become better. That's an interesting way of well. looking at it as well, because, uh, um, you know, look at, looking at media right now, um, when once when we see like for an example like what kids are looking for basically they're looking for you know two guys locked in a cage punching each other to death basically until the judge says stop <laughs> you know <laughs> that's it and you see a lot of blood on the ground and stuff like that and like well yes you know if you're gonna hit someone if you're a martial artist and you're gonna hit someone hard there's gonna be blood uh, not kidding <laughs> but basically uh, this is not this is not just you know we we don't just kick and punch and uh you know beat people up there's a lot to it but what would you like quickly add one more thing a lot, of people, a lot of things that people don't realize is what you see in mma and in a cave or an octagon right it is not a reflection of the streets no. right because self-defense on the streets is very different to sport martial arts sport martial arts you have, you have your three minute rounds or you have your rounds you know, and you're in a cage and you're one person to focus on so the styles that we use in the street and on on the in the ring or octagon is very different to what you would do in self defense. So 
in in on in the ring you have these timed rounds. On the streets, research shows you have only four to nine seconds to respond. Literally. You know, yeah, four to nine seconds to respond, and that could change your life. And not only are you facing one person, you're potentially facing a lot of different people. So, so a lot of people don't realize that um, if you want to learn self defense, learn self defense. But if you want to learn combat fighting, like getting to octagon, that's a whole different ball game. So they're not all the same. So there's different aspects of martial arts that, um, and that that's why it's so beautiful, to be honest, because you, you know there's so so many different avenues you, you can tap into, um, and and yeah. So it's, uh, for me, it's it's more about I, I, we we do the self defense, we do do also the the competition side, and yeah, get people to hold pads and things like that. But ultimately, I want to get people to be uh, holistically as a human uh, to be better. Exactly. That's a um, that's a great point, actually. That's a great point that you just made as well. Like, and I like I tell this point a lot that you know even for people who come into to the classes um, as new, basically, do not try this what you see on the street because you're gonna get beat up. Like me as a person who's like a black belt, uh, even like if I if I you know if someone comes on the street and try to rob me basically i'm not gonna i'm not i'm just giving them the money i, I don't care what uh, yeah. you know yeah. I, i'm not gonna fight yeah. them for the money unless i'm fighting for my life um i'm gonna exactly. do a quick basically one. a quick hit and yeah. run away call the police it's their job to deal with them i'm not gonna stay and fight with a guy no thanks <laughs> i'm not trying to get stabbed because you never know you never know who you're dealing That's with right even Bruce Lee himself says, you know, if you want to, in, in today's day and age, if you want self-defense, hire a bodyguard or, you know, because there's no point fighting someone. Someone can get pulled out a gun, put a knife, you're gone. It, Bruce Lee himself exactly. said Exactly. Like, yeah, you never know who you're dealing with. You don't, you, you don't know what they have. Uh, like, they think, that's a thing, like, as well, like, because media has drawn this picture of martial artists as those invincible people that... Yeah like can dodge knives and bullets and stuff yeah. like that yeah. i'm sorry but yeah. a, you know a knife is a in a combat in a combat fight basically yeah. soldier says yeah. and in a close fight a knife is more effective than a gun so like yeah. if someone's coming at me with a knife i'm running i'm sorry <laughs> i'm running for my life <laughs> i'm not gonna dodge the knife not gonna take it from his hand no thank you and yeah like kids don't don't do what you see in movies don't don't apply that on the street or not even with your friends please don't do that like it's it's very risky and like i wanted to make a point as well or my question was uh uh, before if if we have so much so much effect from social media uh, what what do you think um what do you think the main thing that keeps kids nowadays let's say or people nowadays uh keep them stuck to this way the old ways of martial arts uh, the old vision of martial arts, not the basically not not the way of like MMA fighting or UFC fighting. Um, no, the respectful way, the the way that's becoming a life that's becoming a lifestyle for yourself and myself. Uh, what what do you think that the main the main or the main points that keep them stuck to the to that martial arts? Keep them stuck to the old to way. To the old way. The, so uh, what? How or? Let's say, let's say, let me form it in a better way. For, let me form the question in a better way. Like, what should martial artists like you and me do to keep people basically um, stuck to to our ways or attract them basically to do our ways instead of basically, let's say, MMA fighting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a really good, uh, really good question, um, and it's something 
like we're trying to do and um and i and i think it's it's about learning to embrace change as well because if we uh stick too much to our traditional martial arts uh, the new generation that they don't like it you know back in when i first started martial arts 21 years ago we held a four stance for like 30 minutes and you don't move you know or like you, you do punching for like 20, like you do 100 punches a, a night oh, wow. these days a lot of kids they, they they're not they can't do that because their their brains have been ch- uh, changed and rewired to be have instant gratification you know um so so we've got to make it fun interesting draw their attention once we've got their attention then we teach them the values and i think that's what we need to do um is, is we make it modern, we make it fun, uh, and 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 like like for, for for example, invincible with the brand, I, I like to follow what Nike does. I want to make it look cool, look inspirational, look motivational. So then people get excited, like and, and when they want to train, then provided our our our, our vision, our, our purpose is clear. You know, we're not just there to to just train them, but we're there to inspire them, transform them, and create amazing human beings. So once we got their attention. Then we give them the the good stuff, you know, like helping transform. Um, I, I, that's the way we're we're trying to do it. Um, and, and and yeah, so so I hope that answers your question. That's that's a great answer, actually. I like that. I, I really like that because, like, as well, um, the world is changing. Basically, the 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 way kids now look at, let's say, martial artists or martial arts in general is changing. So we've got to we've got to change our ways, basically, getting them, you know, stuck to to the right way instead of like them going and basically they're gonna try that stuff anyway. So they better they better try it in a controlled environment, better than you know going on the streets or you know in school with their friends. I've seen that happen multiple times to be honest with you, and it's it doesn't end up well. Like not for the students, not for the not for, not for the teachers, not for the school, and not for the parents. So. Might as well, you know, have it have it in a controlled environment, and yeah, like. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, you were trying to make a point, or. Sorry, sorry, I thought you were trying to make a point. My bad. There you go. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm listening. Oh, to I you. got you. I got you. Uh, so yeah, um, we were talking about Alan being the being the martial artist, being a coach, uh, having his own school, but. I want to also look at your personality in a kind of like a different way. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at now Alan, the writer, actually the author of, of a great book. Like, wow. <laughs> so what do you like when it comes to representing martial arts, um, basically in, in your book or actually, um, let's, let me, let me start it this way. Um, what what made you like actually write your book at the first at the first place or write a book? Uh, so I, as a kid, I've always learned to write goals. Um, so goal setting for me has always been a big thing. And I remember sitting down one day. Uh, one of my goals was to to write a book uh, by the age of twenty seven, and um, and I also wrote down that the goal I want to be. Um, I don't know why, but I think I, I just had really good mentors who pushed me to achieve great things. And my mentor said, you know, write it in a way where that you blows your mind. So he says, why don't you write it in a way where, where you're, a, you're a bestseller? You know, what do you mean? So, uh, yeah, I just, I just, 
um, 27 was the, the goal. So at 26 years, I, 25 to 26, I was trying to, oh, I'm, my time's coming up. I'm almost 27. What, what, you know, how do I need to put out a book? Um, it wasn't, it's not the longest book. It's not like a big, thick book. It was just a, a base, a simple, you know, a workout guide with some knowledge of what I've had in terms of physical training and, and, and things like that. Um, and yeah, we launched it. We launched it, uh, I think, a few weeks before I turned 27. And, uh, and I was lucky enough where, that we had a good following um, that we built up um, from our YouTube channel and our, our, our database. Um, and and the, the community helped me uh, get to uh, number one bestseller. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was, I was just really lucky to, and thankful to the community who helped me, helped me achieve that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a workout book. It's, it's, uh, it's got a 21-minute peak performance. Uh, peak performance body guide um and and it's just at that time at that time i i i saw that um in the martial arts space uh they didn't have like a a guide to help you get stronger to help you get faster get more powerful um now there are heaps of programs out there but at that time when when i released it i I saw that the martial arts industry was very much about techniques and very much about um you know uh just skills training and then at that time, CrossFit was going up and functional training was, was rising, but not a lot of martial arts was moving into that space. So I thought, why don't I fuse the two? You know, so I fused um, to Tabata training, uh, different workouts within into the martial arts uh, and combining martial arts workouts like kicking and squat, kick, squat, different exercises that improves uh, your functional training, but at the same time improving your, uh, your speed, your power, your strength, and your techniques. That, that's that's what um, that, that was the goal of that. Interesting, and actually, it's an interesting way of communicating as well. So basically, um, would you call that would you call that basically a way of linking the body to the mind? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. The the, the body and mind is always connected. Always. Um, you train one, you train the other. Always, yeah, yeah. Such such an interesting way of communicating as well. Like, and yeah. basically. Another way of communicating that you actually use as well, which which basically gets us uh, to kind of like the end of the podcast, let's say, or the last points that we're trying to make on this podcast is um, being on social media, being active on social media nowadays is, is such an important thing, first of all. Um, but it's, it's a new way of communicating, let's say, as we said, we're trying to communicate to the new generation um, to introduce the true martial arts to them and yeah you're doing a great job there (laughs) all good yeah man um first like let me just say like the first the first thing that actually got me or actually uh pulled me towards your videos is the way or and the forms that you use basically so that's what i look at when i see basically kicks or punches or anything um, on social media, most likely I just scroll by them because it's either like a wrong form or something else. So I get pissed at it, just like, no thanks. <laughs> and probably it's uh, it's some kid who just like joined like two two months ago and he wants to teach someone else. But man, like you like the first message that I actually sent you uh, was like great forms, man. <laughs> I don't see that much. Thanks. And basically right away I shared. I was like, yo guys, there you go. There's uh. There's someone you should learn from because when it comes to forms as well, and it's it's the most important thing, um, if you don't know how to kick, you're going to hurt your... Or if you don't know how to punch, if you don't know how to do this movement, you're going to hurt yourself badly. And people don't don't take that, you know, 
um, seriously. I feel that people take this stuff for granted, and I've seen so many people, so so many people get hurt because, well, they've done some just the wrong movements. So, how or actually, when did you start basically posting on social media, like posting your workouts or posting movements? Uh, I, I, I think um, for a long time. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think. But I, I'm not as consistent as I, 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 I'm trying to be more consistent. But um, you, social media blew up for, like, we were lucky in 2012 mm-hmm. when uh, we were doing a lot of YouTube channels. So from 2011 to 2012, we were doing a lot of YouTube channels. And we were lucky that our YouTube channel just blew up. And we've got about 13 million hits on YouTube and about 86,000 followers on there. Um, and that just kind of grew, grew our social media presence. Um, and yeah, that's, that's what, and then that's what we've been doing is just showing people like a, just a new way to look at martial arts you know, in a new, exciting way. We do flips in there. We do uh, different forms of strength training. Um, and, and yeah, and, and to me, uh, when you do martial arts, it's an art form, right? right? So it's like back to the idea of Kung Fu. You got to do it well. You have to do it with quality. Otherwise, it's like dancing. You, know, you want to make it quality. It's uh, to, to you know, and and it, it takes time to refine yourself. It takes time to improve. Um, but yeah, to me, everything that that we put out, I, I feel like it just needs to be proper and quality. Because you want to feel proud of yourself. You want you want to put excellence to your name. You know, uh, you put something out. You don't want it to put out and then, yeah, like it's ten years later. You looked at you. Oh, I'm not proud of that. You know, um, you, you can always improve yourself. But I feel like. You, you want to put something that you are proud exactly. of. Exactly. Um, so it, it does take effort to put something out there to, to be proud of. Um, and I think at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's just all about, um, uh, it's just learning to put yourself first, not in an ego way, but more so respect yourself. You know, we, we were talking about respect before. Um, at our camp, we teach three types of respect, right? First type of respect is respecting yourself. And that means like, whatever you do, make it good. You know, don't just put it so it's mediocre. You know, make it good. So because you respect yourself, um, that because you put yourself first. Um, when you respect yourself, you don't give up. You you're willing to wake up. You're willing to train. You're willing to put in the effort because you respect yourself. You know, when it gets cold, you're not gonna say, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll train tomorrow," or even if it's at midnight, if you want to train, you train. So it's about putting yourself first, putting your goals first, putting your purpose first. Um, the second respect is respecting other people. Because you can respect yourself a lot, but you might have become too egoistic, e- e- egotistical. So you got to balance that with, with respecting other people. And uh, we always teach people, you know, look everyone eye to eye. It doesn't no one's above you, no one's below you. you know, make sure you respect everybody. Show kindness to everybody, especially in our social media day and age now. There's so many people who, who can just sit back behind a keyboard and just uh, spread negativity to a whole bunch of other people, you know. Uh, and and so I think it's it's we need to teach people. To, to yeah I mean you know treat everyone equal just show respect if you've got nothing good to say don't say it you know if you've got something positive to say say it. you know it's just spread good because that that does a lot more good for the world than negative you know um, and the last type of respect is respect everything around you your space your environments your um, your room your house your, your dojo your dojo like where you train um, yeah it's, it's just about respect great yeah wow um actually um so as well like being on social media being a creator on social media actually 
um, it comes with own with, with its own challenges as well. Like, let me say, um, you know, some people might ask, like, why even bother, like, in the first place, being on social media and just teaching people, right? Like, people can like basically go to dojos or go to go to s- martial arts schools and learn. Why bother, like, using social media to teach people and create uh, these challenges for yourself? Why bother? I, I think I think we do because we. Um, I don't know. For me, I, I, I get a lot of messages from people around the world, uh, from kids all the way to adults who who say to me, "Oh, you know, I, I don't I, I don't have the opportunity in my country uh, to learn martial arts or to learn what you do. Um, I don't either because they don't have it in their country or they can't afford it or they don't have time to to let it go. Um, yeah. So when they see our content or they see some of the uh, tutorials and stuff, they say, oh, yeah, thank you so much for doing what you do because, you know, I, I, without that, I wouldn't be able to, to, um, to go participate in, in, in any of this. So that drives me, that, that motivates us, inspires us because, you know, like there could be uh, a 13-year-old kid in, in Africa who, you know, uh, wants to do this stuff, and, you know, but he doesn't know how and has no access to schools. And so just through watching a video or watching something on, on, on Instagram, um, they can start to, to move forward into what they love. And that that's beautiful. You know? So social media has really opened up an opportunity for people all, all over the world um, to be able to connect and, and share. Man, thank you for this message. Such a great message. Thank you very much, man. Thank you for joining me today. It was... Um, thank you so much. It was such, actually such an honor to finally talk to you, to be honest with you. And yeah, and, and, uh, for all your listening, if, if you want, we 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 do have um, um, a free at home challenge uh, that that they can try as well. Um, all they have to do is is go to other on to my Instagram. There's a link. There's a free home challenge that you, you can try. It's for free. It goes for thirty days. Uh, gives you a workout you can try from us. Um, if not, go to www.invincibleride.com/slash/home-challenge. Uh, hit home challenge. Thank you very much for dropping yes. that. That's that's very great. Okay, thank you. Thank you for joining me today. It was actually great to talk to you. An honor to finally talk to you as well. Um, thank you for giving me the time as well to to create this episode. Yeah, I look forward to seeing. It. And thank you so much for your chat. I mean, it, it seems like we you've got a good mission there, and you've got a good thing going on. So um, I wish you all the best. And anything else we can help, please, please. Uh, we're here, we're here to support you as well. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. If you guys have made it till the end of the episode, thank you very much. You guys are the real ones. Um, if you haven't subscribed yet to the Talk Lab podcast, you already know what to do. Subscribe and uh, check our social media. Check the links in the description. My guests, uh, Alan's social media and um, website links are in the descriptions as well. Make, make sure to check them out and give him a shout out if you have any questions. Um, you know, you can DM him, you can message him anytime. Uh, thank you very much and have a good day.